So Megan Monsell here with Jose Carranza. Jose Carranza. Um, I was super excited you were willing to be on our show because you are pretty active in the weightlifting community and also own a former CrossFit affiliate. Correct. As I was seeing everything go down, what was it? Over the week, I wouldn't even say it was weekend, maybe like Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there were lists formulating with people who were withdrawing their affiliation. I saw your gym pop up pretty early on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I was like, oh, Jose. And I think this isn't really, I mean, I obviously, I sold my affiliate, I uh, sold my part of my affiliate about a year ago. Uh, and so now I'm looking at this purely as A, a fan of the sport, and B, an athlete. Mm-hmm. And I'm really having, doing my best to maintain perspective of an affiliate owner and be like, hey, what are these folks going through? Uh, but you're willing to come on and, and I really want to see, make sure that my perception's correct, get the other side of the story, and just have a conversation about it. Yeah. So your gym, from my understanding, is mostly a weightlifting gym. I would say it's about my, 50-50. My perception. Okay. But you're saying it's 50-50. I'd say it's about 50-50 as far as our membership goes. Okay. Um, I think we're the only gym that is like that, really. We're like cross. We're not like dependent on CrossFit right. as far as our, our revenue goes. Right. Um, but yeah, we're definitely, I'd say it's 50-50. But at times that's switched. I mean, there's been times where the weightlifting has been more. There's times where the CrossFit has been more. It just depends. But people come here because, you know, we're known for weightlifting. Right. So that, that's, te- that's definitely going to be our bias. And your background is in weightlifting. Correct. Did you ever do CrossFit other than maybe for GPP? Um, mm, I did one competition. Yeah. Um, I competed at the Europa. We it all was, did. It was uh, <laughs> the Go Big or Go Heavy night. Yeah. It was on a Friday night, and we did pretty well. I had the, I had the largest clean and jerk in that day. Yeah. I did, uh, I don't know, weighing 100 and 145 pounds, I did a 355. Hell yeah. So. Us weightlifters love to show up at CrossFit events. Oh, when it's the good one, it's the heavy ones. Yeah. There, yeah. I got invited to an event coming up, I think next weekend. And it's uh, like it's like a CrossFit barbell co-host type situation. Mm. And it's 10 minutes to establish a one max snatch and then 10 minutes to establish a one max clean and jerk. And they're like, Megan, do you want to come? And I was like, absolutely. Absolutely. I will be there. I mean, you don't even need 10 minutes for you. I can, <laughs> find, I can find my max in like six minutes. I was like, I have a full 10 minutes? What, was, what am I going to do for the other six minutes? <laughs> Just rest. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so you, when did you open your gym? Um, I opened it in August of 2016. But before that, you were still coaching. Correct. I was still coaching at another local CrossFit gym. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I don't know if they're an affiliate anymore either. But um, but they're somewhere in the area. Yeah. And you were coaching mostly weightlifting out of that facility. Correct. And yeah. then you opened your own gym 2016, mm-hmm. um, both CrossFit and weightlifting. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So, over the so basically. I was owning an affiliate in 2018, which would have been two years after you opened your gym, um, when they kind of, I'm going to refer to as pulled the games. Okay. They pulled regionals, they mm. downsized the game, they downsized the games and went more towards a CrossFit health perspective. Mm. And the verbiage from CrossFit HQ at the time was, well, that's so that we can put more into affiliates. You remember when that happened? Yes, I do. What was your perception of that event? I thought it was well intentioned. Yeah. And I and I kind of applauded them for that because, um, in all honesty, I, I don't have a whole lot of interest in coaching competitive crossfitters. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. Um, 
it's not that they're hard to deal with or they're divas or anything like that. It's just that it's just not my jam. Yeah. I've done it before. Um, I had one girl in 2013 go to regionals and place in the top top 20. Yeah. And so, um, you know, she was a dream. Luckily for me, she was a dream. She was awesome. And to be honest, she actually wanted to make another run. And she and she messaged me about four months before they made that announcement. And, um, you know, shout out, shout out to Nicole Mount and Rockwall. Um, and, you know, we 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 were, you know, going back and forth and. You know, they made the announcement and no that, more regionals that shut that down real quick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I always think like maybe I'm super partisan of the whole thing because that was such a huge. Mm. I mean, growth experience in hindsight, but man, it, it hit me really hard. Yeah, definitely. If that's what you train for, yeah. if your goal is to go to this specific competition and you put so much you know, time in there, you're training for, you know, three, four hours a day. I mean, it definitely hurts. Yeah. Do you think it affected your gym in any way? No. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, I think like at the affiliate, I was really conflicted when it happened because as an athlete, I was devastated. But as an affiliate owner, you're thinking like, okay, like I want my gym to grow. I want my members to benefit from this. Like if they're really going to pour mo more into the affiliates and health and, you know, I'm thinking maybe they're going to start branding more towards older folks and maybe we're going to have more older folks come in and or younger folks, right? Mm. Like really kind of like on the fringes of what our current membership is. But did you see growth from that? Um, not necessarily. Yeah. Not necessarily. I think, I think the deal with CrossFit is like if you if you know about it, you're gonna go to the main site page. You're gonna see these at home workouts that they're designing, and it's yeah. you know. But you have to know about it. You have to, you know. I'd say that most of the people that we get are through other referrals. Yep. Um. Honestly, when people go running out the door. Yep. And they, you know, they're running down the street, and some guy walks in and says, "Hey, I saw these guys running. Can I jump in there?" Yep. And um, you know, and I'm like, sure, fill out a waiver and let's let's go, guy. Yeah. Um. But that's that's mostly how we get people. Um, and we do like some social media marketing and you know, a lot of what we do is just letting people know that we're around because you'd be surprised how many people are like, I can't, I didn't even know this was back here. Yeah. I've lived here for four years and I'm like, mm, you've been here for about four years, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like that kind of stuff. But now that didn't, it didn't really affect us that much. Yeah. Cause you're in downtown Dallas. Correct. Yeah. So I live in North Dallas. I live in Plano, mm. which I don't really have any beef with living up there, but there's not as, there's not as many gyms. There's not, um, like we're super condensed down here, like super condensed. Like I feel bad for anyone that opens up a gym, you know, obviously during the whole COVID thing, I definitely feel bad for them. But, yeah. um, but even before that, I was like, man, it's saturated. It, it's so saturated and it's so hard to separate yourself from people. Yeah. I mean, especially I would, I would say like within a five mile radius of here, there's, you know, 10 super legit gyms. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, where we live in Plano, there's. Within five miles. I don't think there is a gym within five miles of me. Really? Mm -mm. That's crazy. That's why I have my uh, compound that I built. But anyways, so mm. um, so going into the tweet storm and the, the mass exodus of everyone and so forth, were you already on the fence? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, I would I would say that anyone that deaffiliated, um, you know, or decided to leave or, or decided that, you know, these certain things were unacceptable. We're already kind of on the fence. Um, it was just because there was a lot of silence from CrossFit HQ, and, and that's what kind about of, everything. About <laughs> during the COVID thing, during you know, during like you know, you know, they didn't really speak up about social injustice and things like that. Um, they were just really quiet, and that was a that was a big. I think that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. But we, but you kind of get over it and be like, hey, I wish they would do more. I wish they would say more. 
Um, but it really wasn't like a defining thing where we're just kind of like, that's the reason why we, that's the reason why we did this. That's the reason why we did this. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, uh, I think the tweet and then the tweet that followed, of course, um, you know, you got to put that one in there too. Um, but I think that's what kind of, um, swayed people a certain way that were already kind of on the fence. Right. I mean, I, I've noticed a trend in the past couple of years. So the Vicky goes to a gym. I don't even I don't think it's Plano. It's like almost Allen. It's like passed out that way. I don't even know what those tiny towns are called. But anyway, so she goes to a gym out there. It's not an affiliate. It's not a uh, free motion. Free motion. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes to a gym out there. They're not an affiliate. And we know them. I just mentioned it. You already knew them. Mm-hmm. So it's like y- as a gym owner, especially in this area, you're already kind of like, what am I really getting anyway? From from CrossFit. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I posted on someone's Facebook, and I'm not a big on posting on Facebook. I <laughs> almost if you, anyone that knows me knows I do not go on Facebook. I do not rant. I want to. I don't. Well, there's I, typically no point. Like people no on point. Facebook aren't gonna be swayed. It's a different sort of crowd. It is so hard to change someone's mind in person. Yeah. That doing it on Facebook, and I wasn't necessarily trying to change his mind. He just asked my opinion, and yeah. so, I, so I gave it. And but at the same time, he disagreed with me, which is 100% fine. Yeah. And um, you know, I. But I just I spoke by piece because you know he asked and you know he was we were both cordial about it and you know yeah. he just it was just a specific thing like you know how you know like people that are affiliates or that are unaffiliating like you know like what are you gonna do and why do it and why unaffiliate yeah and I basically said hey these were the reasons yeah um you know the tweet definitely was you know some say racist I say racially insensitive yeah and I say not timely and I say tone deaf. Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, so those, <laughs> as a minority, and someone that's in a, 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 a you know, I'm in a mixed relationship. Uh, you know, my wife, she's Caucasian, and so, um, you know, she's kind of like seeing this stuff, and she's like, "Oh my God, I can't believe someone would post something like that." And I'm like, "I can," but um, <laughs> uh, I can. Um, but yeah, as a minority, I just knew like, <sighs> I knew that here's the deal. Like in 2020. If you're not speaking up about something, and if you're not if, if you're not saying your piece, your your, I wouldn't say your your what's the what's the term I'm looking for, you you're not, like you're condoning it. Yeah, right? complicit. You're complicit. Uh, um, but like you know, if you're condoning it by not speaking up, me giving my money to Greg Glassman, who owns 100% of CrossFit, at that point I'm endorsing it, and that's yeah. and that's my that was my whole thing. Like, right. hey, it's not I'm I'm you know I'm I'm very much a capitalist, and you know the way we make our the way we speak our minds is through our wallets and our yeah. checkbooks, and so that was that was a big reason for me. It was like, hey, I just don't want to give this guy any more money, and it wasn't just that guy; it was kind of the organization as a whole. Um, and and here's the deal: I have, I don't have ill will towards them. Oh, I man. I think that I think that um, I think there's 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 people that are gonna they're they're gonna screw up at every level, right? And anything you do, whether it's in government, whether it's in a small business, or whether it's a you know a you know a matured organization like CrossFit, um, but it shouldn't be the CEO. Right, you have a responsibility. Definitely, y- you have a responsibility to people who are relying on you to make responsible choices. Like if you're a dad, you're not gonna like, hopefully, I mean people do, but hopefully you're not gonna like take your entire paycheck and you know, go gamble or buy booze or whatever because you know, you you have a family at home, right? Like you have people depending on you. 
who for their livelihood for their mm. meals and for you to be like you're you know it's united states you can have opinions but when you're reckless with your opinions when people have are relying on you it's so it just is so irresponsible to me and selfish yeah you know when the guy when greg glassman does good it makes me really happy yeah because he's representing us right mm-hmm. and when he's not doing good and he's just you know tweeting away or or just saying insensitive things in a phone call or yeah. saying i mean the stuff in the phone call was pretty bad um uh, there's the zoom meeting should i say yeah um that was disappointing um that i think that's i think that's the thing that kind of put me over the edge mm. I, I know that there's it's people can look at the tweet but but saying that stuff to affiliate owners over a zoom meeting which is supposed to be positive right and supposed you know we're supposed to be you know my my my, my idea across it was that hey you know the owner of the gym or the owner of the the uh of crossfit greg glassman he might be like a, a libertarian or he might be you know an ultra capitalist or whatever he is yeah but the guy's not dumb no. and then but to say things that are in front of a lot of people it, he devalued the brand yeah and i think that's what it comes back to it's like hey if this guy doesn't see the value in this brand and he's willing to say these things maybe i don't see the value in this brand either and you know that's kind of where that's kind of where the idea you know kicked in the the letter in response he sent the um, Alyssa from from Washington that was yeah. not that was not great um, that definitely wasn't great um, he definitely could have handled that better and I thought she she I thought she had a couple jabs at him um, in, the, sure. in, in there but at the same time I think she was fairly civil I think she I think her, she was frustrated but she was definitely civil which he definitely wasn't in the response yeah. and it was a very you know she wrote this detailed like hey this is why we did it you know this is what we wanted you know for the future you guys could do this it was it was a very actually nice letter i don't think i could have done it that well um but um you know she she did a good job and you know i wish that that would have gone better for her yeah and i mean you can agree to disagree with someone right you can even you can either as a ceo you get a, you get a letter that you vehemently disagree with viscerally you're frustrated and you're enraged when you read this letter from this affiliate owner okay Again, it's just reckless. It's reckless. Um, you know, I wish it would have went better. Like, okay, so if if you have a like, if you have a disagreement with a weightlifter here, mm. and that weightlifter like writes something nasty about you on Instagram, and then you write something overly nasty back, like that's gonna degrade your business. Oh, one hundred percent. It's I, gonna make you look like deal. trash. I've had somebody say poor things about me before. I actually had someone come to this gym. She said, hey, you know, I, I, this specific girl, she said, hey, I, I want to train here, and um, I want you to help me out. I said, okay, but you can't be my coach. I'm not going to compete for your team. And um, and then she started, like, I think she wanted to pay, get a discount or whatever. And I said, okay, <laughs> so none of those things are going to happen. Yeah. It's it's not, it has nothing to do with you. It's just, this is, this is what we have going on here. Um, you know, she went on Instagram, she blasted me, and she never said my name. She never said my name to her credit. And uh, there's two things I can do. I can respond. I can say, hey, you know, what, you know, I can say F you and right. go crazy and say that I'm ashamed of her like Greg Glassman. Or I can just <laughs> or I can just ignore it. Right. Um, or the other I guess the other thing I could say was, hey, hey, I'm really sorry that it didn't work out. Um, but you know, you know, I'd love to help you find another gym that that, you know, is more suited towards what you want. But, you know, certain people want to train here because the atmosphere is crazy here. Because you get, you know, 35, 40 weightlifters in a room. Yeah. The place is alive, al- like alive. And so, you know, we, we pride ourselves on that. But at the same time, you know, 
I owe it, I owe it to the t my you know my team to basically say, hey, um, this person needs to be invested in you guys because right. she wants you guys to be invested in her and cheer her on and root for her and all this other stuff. And she ended up finding another gym and it worked out for her. It just it just it wasn't what she wanted, but you know. Right. It's like, but at the corporate level, it's the exact same thing. Correct. If you have like that's exact like affiliates are essentially like the same relationship like we have with athletes right mm. and you can't just berate them like, publicly oh god no uh, <laughs> <laughs> because what a mess yeah that was probably the and they're probably gonna quit your gym right they're gonna quit your gym and not only that they're gonna make you look like a like an a-hole the whole time yeah. and it, i mean it just it definitely that's not definitely not how i would do it but um man that was that was it was a rough response but I, that 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 letter didn't warrant that, and uh, yeah, he he definitely could have handled that better. Do you think coronavirus impacted or affected the build up to the circumstance? Definitely. How so? Um, HQ was just quiet. Um, you know, we weren't getting a lot. Uh, you were, we, besides getting our hey, you owe your affiliate fees in like six months. You know, email. That's all we got, really. But so. but you think I think like a lot of gyms were hurting financially, and oh, like definitely. and that three thousand dollars. So I was doing the math on it. Okay, so three thousand dollars a year. It's a it's a little less than three hundred dollars a month. Mm. And if you really break it down, if you're paying a coach twenty dollars an hour, that's about three classes a week, mm. right? So you have a gym Monday through Saturday. Like let's say you have a four thirty five, thirty six thirty. Like that's an afternoon that I'm coaching mm. as an affiliate owner instead of paying someone to coach that I could spend with my family, that I could be working on my business, I could be working on content. But now I'm in the in the gym coaching to less that $3,000 a year that I'm sending to HQ that they're just, you know, and especially now things are tighter through coronavirus. Correct. There's um, the financial implications of that. Definitely, definitely. Um, you know, it, <laughs> if someone says that corona, that the COVID thing didn't affect them, um, they're lying. It definitely affected every business top to bottom. Um, nationwide. Nationwide. I mean, I'd yeah, say worldwide, sure. but I don't, but I know especially the United States. Yeah, yeah, especially the United States. Yeah, for sure. And uh, just because we live here, yeah. Yeah. Um, but to be, to be asking for a lot of money out from people, and granted, they were saying things like, oh, yeah, just, we'll just, pay, just pay us on the back end or things like that, which, really? which is not a solution. Like, like <laughs> if my landlord came to me and said, hey, um, it's okay. We're just going to tack those months that you're closed onto the, onto the back end. You just pay those. Just like you know, pay those back mm -hmm. whenever. I'm, I'm doing a terrible impersonation of my landlord, <laughs> um, but he's he's the he's actually super nice guy actually. But um, as soon as we open, we're gonna be screwed. Like we're gonna we're gonna owe a lot of money as soon as we open. Now you're now you're accruing debt. Oh, we're accruing debt exactly. Now I owe my landlord money when I'm when I was ahead before the COVID thing. Now I owe him money, and there's you know there's an issue there. Our landlord's great, so yeah. I'll, I'll say that. So shout out to Wilson, um, but um, he he's awesome, and so you know we're we're able to get some concessions and you know he was able to work with us and you know we 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 ran a good business before this whole thing went down and you know luckily for us um you know we don't have to pay more affiliate fees <laughs> right i mean like i i'm just thinking like okay you take you take a step back and you're like okay you know everything like let's say everything's copacetic everything's kosher and now you're sort of by eliminating regionals you're eliminating not necessarily eliminating regionals but by cutting regionals and scaling the games way back mm -hmm. you're cutting a lot of marketing 
right? Because in my opinion, everybody would always say, hey, are you excited for the wave of New Year, New Me people? And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Ours comes in August around the games. Like, everybody comes, like, we always get, you know, 10 people in August that are ready to qualify for the CrossFit Games. Mm-hmm. We know they don't have a chance. We welcome, we love them anyway, mm-hmm. right? But now, that doesn't exist. And so, you kind of are rolling with the punches, and then 2020 comes and just hits you where it, the sun don't shine. And, you know, financially, you're at a loss. You're already a little frustrated with from what happened before, and now there's silence. Yeah. Um, the, the silence is frustrating. Um, at the time, basically, I was like, hey, maybe they're hurting just like we are. That's what I said. That's why that was my rationale. Like, hey, maybe they're hurting just like we are. Yeah. Doubtful because they were still asking for money. Right. Um, and, uh, and some people paid it. I'm and, sure. And maybe they couldn't afford it. Or maybe or maybe those people sent emails. Um, you know, I'm on that, that CrossFit Affiliate Owners Facebook page. Yeah. Which is like a war zone right now. Yeah. Um, Can't even imagine. <laughs> it's, I, think Vi- I think Vicky's been checking it out. It's a war zone. So, um, I, I try. I try not to go on there every day because I want to have a good day. But basically, you know, there's people. People. Some people are like, hey, you know, anyone that wanted to leave, you know, good for you, and you know, we're, we we want to stay, and you know, it, we want you to, you know, wish you the best. All people are like, hey, good riddance, you know, like basically don't basically like they don't come back, don't use the methodology of CrossFit, don't use that. So I'm I'm from weightlifting, right? Just, see, just 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 to make this clear, I paid three thousand dollars a year to use a word. My the methodology I use on the side of your building and uh, on your Instagram and, account and on my Instagram account, which I've changed already. Got to work on the building though, but I guess I still have an affiliate until yeah yeah. Um, I still basically it's like you can send an email, but it doesn't stop your your okay. affiliate from going right. And it's like if you have it till the end of the year, you have it till the end of the year anyways. Yeah. And so um so it doesn't really matter for us. We can still say cross here if you yeah. want. Um. But, um, but yeah, you know, I, I don't know that that page is just it's it's the whole it's thing's kind of toxic. Now. Yeah, it's toxic. And and you know, it's also really crazy. I obviously came from cr- across a background. Mm. If there's what was one, I mean, CrossFit started like ten years ago, but mm. and then now I'm pretty submerged in the weightlifting culture. Mm. And it's just so different. It is so different, right? Like. You know, the weightlifting community, I think it's because a lot of weightlifters are former nerds mm. and a lot of crossfitters are former, like, D1 athletes, yeah. right? And they were always the kind of cool kid versus, like, weightlifters were always a little geeky mm. and they tend to be a little more uh, allied. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, versus, but, but I was very surprised with, and I don't know why I was, but I was surprised by the divisiveness. Yeah, um, you aggressive know, divisiveness. Yes, um, there's definitely there's definitely a lot of that. There's the, the like I said, like there's the good riddance crowd that just say good riddance or don't use the methodology or oh, so you want all the benefits of being trained by CrossFit. And like I said, I came from weightlifting. I started weightlifting when I was 12 years old, and I competed on my first nationals at 16. And to say that CrossFit methodology, <laughs> to say that Greg Glassman invented the methodology i think i think that's a little that's that's a little too much i would say <laughs> he fine-tuned it and made it more specific i'd to the, say organized to the, organized yeah organized it made it more specific to what we're you know what what we we did here and what we still continue to do yeah um definitely i definitely learned a lot from crossfit yeah um i, I, I think you can't go in 
to anywhere to any seminar or any, or any kind of certification without learning something. Um, you know, sometimes you grow up in weightlifting and you're like, you know, I, I know what the right thing to do is, but I don't know necessarily why we're supposed to do those things. Yeah. Um, I've had really good coaches. I've had coaches that were world record holders and, mm -hmm. and that were national, you know, seven time national champions and, you know, seven time Pan American champions. I've had really good, really, really good coaches. And so I, I learned a lot from them and they were very open to like, you know, sharing their, sharing their, their knowledge with me. But, um, you know, I, I, I would say that CrossFit methodology is not a trademark and we're yeah. all allowed to use that right um because it definitely existed way before greg glassman put a title on it yeah i always tell people that crossfit is just uh weightlifting accessories done really quickly <laughs> <laughs> that's about right yeah that's about right <laughs> it's like they just took crossfit took i'm not gonna say our but crossfit took all the weightlifting accessory exercises and just took them out lightweight and made you do them quickly for exercise made you do them quickly add 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 some gymnastics if you knew how much pushback if you know how much pushback there was when frost crossfit first came out in the weightlifting community oh my god there's oh, so even much pushback. still there is there is there's some definitely some purists out there um but at the same time my stance has always been like hey would you rather see them do it poorly or would you rather see them do it better oh right or uh, so it's like are you gonna stand by and make fun of them or are you gonna jump in there and actually help them you know, figure that figure that stuff out, and so that was always been my mentality on it. I was like, one, if you don't see like there's a way to profit off of this, you're dumb. Yep. Two, if you're tired of people butchering, you know, the snatch or the clean jerk, why why not help people? Why not yeah. why not put yourself out there? I think the first, you know, when I was a pure purely an athlete, I had zero aspirations to coach. Um, in my early twenties, um, early twenties to mid twenties, I had no aspirations to coach, like zero. Yeah. I was like, I'm never gonna coach. I'm never gonna have time for that. I'm gonna go to the Olympics. That didn't work out. Um, I did. I've done well, but not that well. Um, but I, you know, I, I would see somebody at the, in the gym. Like I'd be training in the corner. I see somebody at the gym, um, at one of the CrossFit gyms, and I'm like, "Hey, try this. You know, yeah. do this." And they're like, "Oh, that really helped." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's all." <laughs> you, I always try to refrain unless I see what they're doing is dangerous. And, yeah. then, and then I'll be like, hey, uh, real like, you know, I just don't want to see him imp imposing. You know, here's the deal. If, if you're doing, if you have great technique and you're doing it right in front of them and they see that you have great technique, they're going to listen to you. Yeah. Because the reality is if like I'm snatching 120 kilos and I'm doing it for reps in front of them, um, they're probably going to listen to what I have to say. Right. If, especially if they're only snatching like 135 pounds. Yeah. 45 <laughs> kilos. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're going to listen to what I have to say. And, um. And obviously, you want to be respectful and like, hey, and I'll and I'll say like, hey, or I used to say, hey, you know, is is it okay if I if I say something? Right, right, right. And you know, if they say, oh, sure, if I see they're hesitant, I'll, you know, maybe I'll maybe I'll back off. Yeah. But if if they feel open, if they're open to it, I'm I'm always down. Yeah, I like I said earlier, there's a couple of gyms that I lift at after work, hmm. uh, just for because I live in. BFE <laughs> and uh, well not anymore but I used to before coronavirus anyways and I'll you know the big classes and somebody in the back like is directly in front of my platform and I see them struggling and I'm like oh I know they'll see them but maybe they won't and what they're doing is crazy um yeah see that's a hard one when you have a big class like that because you don't want to undermine the coach that's already in that class yeah and that's a that's a it's kind yeah. of a catch-22 on that one um I might just sneak one in there and be like, hey. Yeah. Hey. Maybe if you just put it 
like that, like do that one of those things, yeah. come with their hands and do, or do this, or you know, you know, adjust your setup a little bit like that. Maybe, maybe you can get away with one in there, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah I, I won't say the, n I won't s give any details, but I was lifting at a gym, and <laughs> there was a girl that was doing snatches with a clean grip, right? It was like running and snatches. She's doing snatches with a clean grip, and I, it's like directly in front of my platform. I notice, and I see her do it for a couple of rounds, and I'm like. Look, I, I gotta tell her to scoot her hands out. Like, I gotta do it. So she scoots her hands out, she finishes the workout. She comes up later and she's like, hey, thanks for telling me. But she it was with an empty bar, right? It's with an empty bar. And I thought she was a brand new lifter, and I, or a brand new athlete. And I came up to her and I was like, hey, like, um, you know, like you did great, like accepted feedback, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like really trying to gas her up because I don't want her to quit because she's brand new. And I was like, how long, how long have you been doing CrossFit? And she was like, four years. And I was like, oh, man, that's all right. I bet there's like some background to that. Like she's <laughs> oh. like she's like one like she worked out like twice a week I'm, and she would like cherry pick her workouts. I'm and sure. All I'm sure. But, it was I was, something like that, but, yeah. but I was like, I immediately was like, oh, that's that's that a sucks. that's a really that's a that's a CrossFit story. Yeah, I think we all have those. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had that same story. Um, like almost the exact same <laughs> story where someone's like, oh, yeah, I've been doing this for like four years. And I'm like, oh. Well, it looked really good. <laughs> looked really good. Like what you were doing looked great. You know, just you know, make a little bit of change. You know, <laughs> yeah. Line those hands. Uh, would you ever reaffiliate your gym? You know, my wife asked me this the other day. Mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes, but it had to be under specific circumstances. Like what? Um, I'll just say it. Uh, Greg Glassman ha can't be a, can't be a majority owner. He can't. Majority owner. So even 49%. Even 49%. He, he profits a little bit. He profits. He It's his baby. Um, you know, he put a lot of time into this. He put a lot of, you know, um, he put a lot into this. You know, it, I'm sure it's torn him apart over the years um, because owning any business, you know, yeah. takes a piece of you. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you know, you know, I actually applaud him for, you know, owning 100% of this. I know that there was, like, a legal battle a while ago with him and his wife. Yeah. Um, Lauren. Lauren, yep. And um, and I'm I'm very surprised he ended up with 100% of it. I really am. But um, you know, I I would I would reaffiliate 100% if if he wasn't a majority owner. Um, definitely. I, the only reason I say that is because the current situation is is it's, we're in the same situation we were before. Because right now he's he's a he owns 100% of the business. True. And um, he. Um, he, they appointed uh, the CEO as Dave Castro, true, which is the same same situation. Um, and <laughs> you know, I I wish I I wish that they would have just like said, hey, he's he's stepping away, he's giving up this percentage, or even if they said we're going public, and you know, he gave us a percentage. I know that's unlikely. Like, here's the deal: if someone came up to me and said, hey, Jose. These people got a real big problem with you. They want you out. I'm like, my gym, my gym. You want me out of my gym? No, they they can they can go. This, it's my gym. So it's like, I, I never expected him to leave. Right. At the same time, so you know, expecting him to to give up his power and give up his his ownership is it is, is I think it is ridiculous. At this point, he could just shut it down and take it home, like a like a kid with the basketball. It's my ball. I'm taking it home. And and I think he he'd be a he'd be rich for the rest of his life. Yeah. But versus now, it seems like it might just run in the ground. Yeah. Um, 
here's the deal. You know the number of, of an affiliate so far? Uh, last I saw was sub 2,000. Sub 2,000, okay. Out of, there were, the highest number of affiliates there ever were was 15,000. Yeah. Uh, before this drama is 13,000, probably 12 plus post-coronavirus, mid-coronavirus. And the last I saw was, I mean, the last I saw was 1,200 unaffiliated, but it's probably closer to 1,500 at this point. I, I'll say this too, like, like I posted a Facebook post, mm -hmm. you know, distancing myself from him, um, like a lot of other gyms did, yeah. and saying, you know, hey, we don't agree with any of that stuff, and you know, we're not going to pay our money to this, uh, to this guy. If some people said that, some people said that, um, or the, you know, people that were shocked, or, mm -hmm. or people, and there's also the people that are, you know, wait the wait and see crowd. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they're doing right now because they've already paid for the year, so that I think that's sort of a safe route. Yes, they already paid for the year. Um, I think there's a bigger issue. I think there's a bigger issue with with CrossFit affiliates. Um, when it comes when it comes to that whole thing, yeah. I think a lot of people are are scared to unaffiliate because they only have one source of revenue coming in, and it's these CrossFit classes, right? Right. Because they didn't they did not diversify their programs enough. Yeah. And so like us, it's like, hey, we're not depending on one thing. Right. Like, you know, if if, <laughs> if for USA weightlifting and CrossFit do the same thing, that would be almost impossible. Especially USA weightlifting stance on the whole thing. They're yeah. they're the opposite. Feels they're awesome. like, hey, we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna even mess with that stuff at all like hey we we take a clear stance we're not with that guy we're a completely different organization they've yeah. done a great job phil andrews has done a great 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 job with this it's hard to be critical of phil man well he's transparent he's and, awesome and he and he knows he's transparent because he's trying to be transparent mm -hmm. he wants everyone to be like hey what you see is what you get and you know but I, I think a bigger issue is that you know these gyms aren't you know they're not they don't have multiple programs and I know that every gym tries to start a new program, and maybe they still feel confident starting another program. But if you're just dependent on CrossFit, and then you say you're going to deaffiliate, right? That means you probably feel like you lost like a part of your identity. Yeah. And it's scary. Or your it, whole identity. Or your whole identity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's scary. Like if, I, if someone told me like, "Hey, Jose, you can't lift weights ever again," like I'm like, "Why?" And I'd be like, "I'd probably be really hurt, mm -hmm. and I'd be crying and stuff." But, um, but you know, if if the gyms aren't you know diversifying their programs. It's, it's it it, it it's gonna be scary. Yeah. Like we didn't have that issue. We were like, hey, we make just as money, much money from from weightlifting as we do from CrossFit, and we market both, and you know we, you know we enjoy both, and we enjoy the community, the the larger CrossFit community. We enjoy the smaller Dallas community. We enjoy the you know the in our in house community. We love we love we love everybody. Yeah. Um, you're also in a pretty rural area, right? So you have a really diverse clientele just in general, in every way. Oh, our our gym is probably the most diverse gym. Right. Um, I had an athlete come in here, and um, you know, uh, Isabel, uh, Isabel, we, she came in here, and she came up. She came from a gym from uh, the Wiley area. Yeah. And um, the first thing she said was, "Hey, um, I love it here." And I said, "Why?" Yeah. She's like, "It's so diverse." Yeah. And I never realized it. I never said anything. Um, I never like brought it up again until like right now. But you know, I started looking around. I'm like. It really is diverse here. I, I mean, I never thought of it before. Yeah. And so, like, you know, from 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 my local perspective, I know that CrossFit as a whole isn't very diverse, but from from our gym, it is. Yeah. And I think a lot of it's because you know we have a um, we have a we have a gym where people are coming here for weightlifting as well, and weightlifting is extremely diverse. Yeah. So, um, you know, and it's extremely welcoming. Not that CrossFit isn't, but um, but you know, it's just a little different. Yeah. But um, people come from all over and. 
I'd say the average person doesn't live within three miles of here. Does not. Does not. People are coming from Plano. They're coming from Allen. They're coming from McKinney, from uh, Denton, from Little Elm, from Mansfield. And I just, I mean, some of those places are 30 plus miles away. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're driving here. And, you know, it makes me happy that these people, I think the furthest person I've ever had come here four times a week was, she lived in Sherman, mm. which is on the border of Texas and Oklahoma. Yep. And so that was, that was special. I, you know, I used to make really, like, really nice posts about her because I was like, man, that drive must suck. That yep. drive must suck. That hour-long drive must yeah. be terrible. I, uh, well, I used to work at the Apple Store at Stonebriar, and everybody there lived in Denton. And I'm like, oh, gosh. I mean, that's far. Yeah. That's far. I mean, once you get out there, everything's more spread out. The great thing about Dallas is everything's so condensed here that, um, not, I mean, not, things aren't that bad right here because we're, we're like a couple blocks south of downtown which is awesome. Um, and so we have parking, we have, yeah. you have a big, we can have a good size facility. We can, I mean, I could fit up, you know, 200 plus cars in here. Yeah. And you know, not a lot of the gyms can say that. I don't think any other gyms can say that, especially oh. the ones downtown. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, do you think this is, this, the de-affiliation of a bunch of gyms is gonna help grow weightlifting? Maybe, maybe. Um, I'm hoping that it, I hope that that'd be nice. I hope that more folks take the USAW L one. I think they will. Yeah. I think I think because CrossFit as a brand was devalued, um, so people are going to look for other certifications. Yeah. I mean, we've had the, these talks internally, my wife and I, and also with the coaches, our coaching staff, where it's like, hey, we don't, we got to get them, we got to get them new. You know, we got to get them new new certifications. You know, I'm going to send them to the USA Weightlifting ones. I'm going to send them to get their CSCS if they want to go that route. Their NSCA ones, their NASMs ones. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll, we'll send them to get all that, all that, all those certifications. But, um, and that'll be on us. Um, but you know, it it sucks not having not being pride to see you know to be a CFL one. Yeah. You know, it it's, it it does suck. It does suck. Like our website still says CrossFit on it today. Yeah. Um, only because that takes us a little bit longer to change. Um, like changing Instagram names and handles are very, very easy to do. Yeah, twi um, Twitter fingers. And Twitter fingers, yeah. Um, but, you know, changing our website, taking a little bit longer. And we're still getting people. We're still getting people in the, coming in through the door. And so, um, you know, and we, we, don't, we still pay the affiliate, so it doesn't really matter. But Yeah. But definitely, um, you know, we did not stand by. Like, definitely what, cro what, what not let's say what Cross said, but what Greg Glassman said. So, you know, we had to make it pretty clear to everybody. Yeah, and I was talking to you earlier. The whole thing's kind of crazy because, especially after then, uh, after coronavirus, y'all were also affected by the riots. Correct, correct. There were definitely uh, quite a few riots. We're down the street. I'd say we're about a block away from uh, police headquarters. And then y'all, because of the curfew. And the curfew. So downtown and then the surrounding areas around downtown, um, basically you had to be you had to be home at 7 p.m. Yeah. or else. It's kind of funny. The Walmart, we live in, like I said, in Plano. Yeah. And the Walmart in Plano was under curfew. I think because of looting. But yeah, I mean, they closed. Um, for like a full week. They, I remember the, the first day of looting. The first day of looting, they closed uh, North Park Mall. They said because they're supposed to loot. I don't know if they actually did loot, um, you know. If, if they do, you know, you know, when someone hears this, please tell me if they actually did loot. I, um, I, I, I haven't heard anything about it, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Um, but I heard that there's gonna be a lot of looting in North Park Mall. So we were over there in that area and they just shut down the whole mall. There's just cops around the whole place and like protecting it and stuff. So 
this, the whole thing's crazy. Like the whole thing is crazy. Um, do you think that deaffiliating is going to affect your business negatively in any way? I was having a discussion with, with someone on Facebook about this, and this is one of the topics. And I said, you know, yes and no. So yes, as in, you know, people are going to type in the keyword CrossFit, and we may not pop up. Yeah. Um, and that's that's just how that goes. And we know what we're getting ourselves into when we when we decided to affiliate. Um, but the also part, also the other part of it, is that over the years CrossFit has gotten a reputation. Um, you know, a, a great reputation with some people, where it's like, hey, those guys work out real hard, and they got they look awesome. Yeah. Um, but on the other side of it is like, hey, that that stuff gets you hurt. There's that's, that. That's also super and, true. Or, or hey, that stuff's really really hard. I don't. I'm, I'm not ready for that kind of stuff. That's fair. Um, and I'm, you know, granted, you and I both know, like, hey, anybody can come in off the street, and we can teach we can teach anyone, anyone, regardless who they are, how to do a power clean in, like, a minute. Yeah. Right? We can teach them how to do wall balls. We can teach them how to swing a kettlebell. We can teach them how to do all these moves. We can, we can teach them the correct scale options that they need to get a really good workout in, right? But um, at the same time, like, not everyone knows that. People still think that it's this dangerous thing. And it, it's... it's it's not dangerous. There's dangerous coaches, for sure, and there's irresponsible coaches. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to say that we don't have any of those here. We just don't have a high injury rate here, um, and so, you know, when people tell us that, we're like, that's not us. That's somebody else. So like, you know, we don't have to kind of. I'm curious to see how this goes. I really am. Yeah. And I don't. And I don't know. And I don't know. I know that it didn't. It definitely factored into what, to our decision because mm -hmm. we didn't make this decision lightly. And, you know, I, I saw someone on Facebook. I shouldn't be on Facebook anymore. But um, I saw somebody on Facebook say, like, hey, anyone that deaffiliated and you said you didn't take this lightly, you know, you're full of it. And I'm like, no, no, this has been brewing for a long time. Right. And so, you know, the people that did do this, they've already thought this through. Right. They were on the ledge. I feel like any affiliate who pulled the trigger was was close, was already considering it. Yeah. I mean, here's the deal, like. You talk about like someone like Jason Kalipa, right? What is he at? Like seven gyms. Yeah. And NC Fit's a brand. Yeah. And, and I think NC Fit in that area, I think it dominates and nationally it just dominates too with their programming. Um, and they've been kind of marketing NC Fit, you know, on their own anyways. Yeah, you can sign up through Wattify to like just auto import. Their I think program. I saw. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, you could yeah. auto import their program. Yeah. Because they approached me about like doing like gym programming. Yeah. And I was like, no, I really enjoy writing our own, and I like. Because I like to watch our, our members, you know, progress and kind of yeah. see where where they're deficient. And we use Wattify, the analytics on Wattify a lot, so I really care for that. Um, but yeah, like someone like Jason Kalipa and his in NC Fit, like you know, they don't they don't they don't really care. They're not going to lose anybody. No, they're not going to lose anybody. There might be somebody that might be a, a competitive athlete there that might be like, oh, I got to go to a gym that's that's an affiliate. There might be something like that that goes on. But to be honest, I don't see that many. I don't think there's that many competitive CrossFitters. Like I don't see them. I don't see them like really anymore. Ever since they did away with regionals, like those, like so growing up, like you know, you you have people, you have people that you know want to play basketball their whole life, right? They have these hoop dreams, right? And every time you'd be like, hey man, like you want to come out? You want you want to go out to the, you want to go out to this party next weekend? They're like, no man, I got practice in the morning. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Um, and I, you know, I had wrestling practice in the morning too. I don't care. Um, but. You know, a lot of these guys they had hoop dreams where it's like they were just focused on being, you know, they want to be, they want to play college basketball, want to do this, they want to go to the pros. They had these, they had their, they had their everything set in their, you know, their their vision was set, and um, and nothing could deter them from that. And you know, CrossFit when doing away with regionals basically like broke everyone's heart. So, but 
And now, yeah. so I have a lot of, so I've been sort of a bubble athlete for the past three years mm. in terms of being good, but not quite good enough. And, um, you know, I was talking to my friends who are at that level or, or better, you know, sort of like, I, I won't declare their fitness levels, but they're great. Yeah. And so <laughs> I was talking to them about, you know, like, what, it, what does this mean? What does this mean now? And I've, I heard everything from, it means nothing changes to what, what have I been doing for the past six years? Like, just being like, were, we thought we were pro athletes. Were, were we actually pro athletes? Was this ever really a sport if it can be taken away so quickly? You know, the next two years. So I'm 33 years old, you know. Um, I qualified for a North American sanctional that just uh, was obviously canceled. And, uh, you know, it's now delayed till next year. But now what does next year look like? And do we all come back for this? Do we continue training? Like, what's it for? You, you're constantly in the state as it's just changing and changing and changing and changing. If you're not top 20 in the world, you can't really get too invested. Mm -hmm. Because it may, be, it may be all gone tomorrow. Yeah. It's crazy. That's yeah. Um, getting getting rid of re rid of regionals, and I think I think it all goes back to that. Like everyone kind of knows where they were in that day, like some kind of really like traumatic event, like that day when they 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 canceled it. Like everyone knows where they were, and you know I remember a lot of my even my weightlifters were like, "Can you believe they did that? Can you believe they did that?" And I'm like, I mean, they say they want to go in a different direction, but I think what it came down to this is just my opinion. Yeah, it was just costing them too much money. I'm oh, sure. I think that's what it came down to. I think I think the. I think the box office sales, the, the the attendance sales, just didn't cover what they were putting into it. I'm sure. And I think they were trying to cut their. I think they were trying to cut their losses. I'm sure. Um, that's my opinion, and it does not reflect Megan's, what Megan believes. <laughs> well, no, I think they. I but when that moment happened, I just wished that they would have, like, left CrossFit as like a governing body, mm -hmm. and like had the sport kind of go one way, mm -hmm. and had like affiliates and the health portion go the other way, mm -hmm. and made the sport kind of like i think they could have funded it in different ways through you know tv contracts and other things mm -hmm. but it seemed like they didn't want to they wanted still to maintain contr complete control over this entity and so in that sense yeah you do kind of got have to let the sport go yeah i heard so many rumors about when that when that happened like just so many rumors i heard that when <laughs> this is these are spec this is all speculation yeah. all rumors i heard things like hey when when Greg bought that when he bought the other half of it from from Lauren that he used a private investment firm and the money was due and you know I've heard stuff like that from people here in Dallas yeah that are well I wouldn't a so so yeah he divorced his I mean this is all public information and okay. I and yeah. I read everything because I am that that guy and I also don't like to speak on things if I haven't done research mm. but anyway so he divorced his wife um, why he divorced his wife is private. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, yeah. who knows why. So he, divorced, he divorced his wife. She gets half the company. He did get a private loan to buy her out. Okay. Um, whether the money was due or not, who knows? But that would make sense. But based on the Reebok contract, which I will refer to every single time it comes up, the reason they changed the open to October was Reebok pays the prize purse for the year, which is about $2 million mm. every October. So this open used to be in the spring, mm -hmm. but their deal with Reebok says that they pay the purses in October, right? So before Reebok or CrossFit would get the prize purses in October and then kind of just sit on them. 
Oh, okay. but, but now they get their funding for the mm. season in October. So now they're getting all the, they're getting two three million dollars from Reebok in October, plus all the money from the Open in October funds them through the year, and then they get another big jump again in July for their sponsorship money for the games, mm. and then plus so they get a check. They get a check from Reebok in October. They get a check from Reebok in July. And then Reebok also provides content for the games separately. They cut their own checks on that end, right? Mm -hmm. So now they can just sort of live off of this allowance from mm -hmm. Reebok by moving the open to October. I mean, more power to them, I guess. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's some that's some serious working around. Um, but you know that's the, that's the way, I guess that's the way they chose to do it. It's business. It's business, and but, uh, but yeah. I, when I when I sat down and I I sat down, I pulled up the Reebok contract. I read through it word by word because uh. I wanted to know what the because <laughs> when they didn't cancel the CrossFit Games this year because of coronavirus, they didn't cancel the games. They decided to go ahead and host the games, and I was like, and there was all of this like d dialogue about for the sport, for the sport, for the sport, and I was like, this doesn't seem very CrossFitty to really put themselves on the line for the sport. Mm -hmm. And I was like, there's more to this story. So I pulled up the contract, which is publicly available information, and I read through the entire thing line by line, and I was, li and I was like, why are they not canceling the CrossFit Games? And I was like, oh, they'll lose $24 million if they cancel the CrossFit Games. Wow. And I'm like, Greg Glassman will cut out his own kidney on, on, on Instagram Live before he gives up the CrossFit Games. Wow. He's not going to give up $24 million when the last time the company was valued, it was worth $40 million. So you have a $40 million company that's getting $24 million in w by hosting one event. Wow. That's crazy. And 2020 is the last year of the contract, right? So they had a, a graduated they had a graduated payment plan. So like the first year was only worth like $4 million. And then the last year is worth like $24 million. And that's this year. Interesting. Yep. I wonder what they're gonna do now. Now that Reebok's uh, distance themselves and I don't think Nike will touch them. Not with a 10 foot pole. Yeah. And neither will Adidas obviously because they own Reebok, mm. right? So now what are you talking about? Nothing. It's the K-Swiss CrossFit Games <laughs> that we're working with now. I don't know, man. All their sponsors pulled out again, right? So as an athlete, you're like, yeah. It's going to be the CrossFit Games sponsored by Payless. Sponsored by nobody. Well, won't be that bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, anything else you want to get off your chest? Um, not really. I mean, you know, our, 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 um, our rationale was always like, you know, we – we weren't for the things that were said mm -hmm. and we just want to make sure that not, not that everyone knew it necessarily, but because I don't think anyone's going to come up to me like Jose, you're a racist. Cause I'd be like, uh, no, I'm not, <laughs> not that I can't be, but I'm not. Um, and so I wasn't worried about that. I, yeah. I was more concerned about like, Hey, how does my membership feel? Hey, how, how, how is this affecting them? Yeah. And so like, you know, and I couldn't care less what people thought of me. I really don't. I think you know that about me. Like I could give zero f's about what people think of me. Um, but I definitely want. I do care about my our memberships. I do care. I do care about you know the people here. Mm -hmm. And to, to <laughs> I was very surprised because I thought nobody would care. In all honesty, I thought at first I was like, hey, 
are people going to notice? Are people going to care? Yeah. I'm not joking. That, that Monday, because I think we, we we sent the message out on Sunday night, because um, I had seen the tweet on Saturday night. Uh, someone had sent it to me. And so I saw it on Saturday night a little bit, around like around like 7.45-ish. I think it was posted around like 6.30-ish, 6.45-ish. But I saw it like probably like an hour later. And I was like, okay, this is real. Okay. And um, I just wanted... I wanted my membership to know, like, hey, this is not something we stand for, and this is not something we're gonna do. You know, my, I'm, you know, first generation American, and so my my mother's from Mexico, and my father's from Costa Rica, and so I, I just don't, the, the whole the whole concept of like imposing that and being you know tone deaf and all that stuff. This is just not something we wanted to align with, and you know, my wife and I we agree on a lot of stuff, and you know we also disagree on a lot of stuff, and this is one thing where we we were just like. Yeah, I mean, this sucks, but it's kind of yeah. where we're at. But here's the deal. We have a great community, and we have some awesome people here. And, you know, Monday morning, I got a lot of text messages, a lot of emails. Um, and, you know, I wasn't trying to virtue signal or anything like that. I wasn't trying to be I wasn't trying to be woke. That's just not the way I roll. I, it wasn't a knee-jerk reaction. It was something that was thought out. And it was something that were, hey, we just waited out. Like, hey, is it worth this? Can we, can we be on our own brand? Can we be our own brand? And the, the truth is, we kind of have been. We okay. kind of been our own brand. Um, you know, I never thought a name like Archon would catch on when we first did it. Um, it was just, it just sounded like a good name. It sounded like a strong, a strong name. You know, my wife's Greek Orthodox, so it's a, it's a, it was a, a, a Greek word. Yeah. And so, um, you know, we, we kind of just picked that name. And um, you know, to our, to our credit, you know, we've been able to pick up quite a few people, grow our community, and everyone's pretty awesome here. So. Yeah, I mean, I. I uh, you know, I want every every gym to succeed. Me too. Yeah. I want every gym to succeed. I hate seeing gyms close. Um, I think, you know, ultimately we'll be stronger together. Uh, Correct. I hope in the end, every I hope in the end we're stronger together. I hope that in the end we see that CrossFit is a name. It's not our community. CrossFit means nothing. It, like, literally means nothing. Positively, I mean, it can be destructive. It's been destructive over the past week, for sure. Mm -hmm. But I think, ultimately, we realize that that's not what binds us. That's not what grows us. Like, when I search for gyms, when I'm traveling, I don't, maybe I search CrossFit, maybe I just see what gym is nearby and whether they have the equipment I need. Exactly. And, um, you know, so, so hopefully, I'm praying that, you know, affiliates do what is in their community's best interest. Um, and I think distancing the sport and distancing our communities from this, like, binding, A, distancing it from the controversy, a, B, distancing from a, a singular entity, aside the controversy, whatever, but, like, just allowing gyms to thrive on their own, allowing brands to grow on their own, allowing capitalism it's like let's like let's just figure out what works and what doesn't work. Like let's not just copy each other all the time. Like let's let's redo. Like you know we've redone, you know free weights in a gym as a community. Like you know, all these global gyms are adopting. That's know, awesome. That's ri awesome. Rigs and barbells. You can travel. Yeah. You can travel and but use bumper plates and rigs. That's like what awesome. if we what if we you know evolved personal training and what if we had evolved. You know, just the way that gyms are done, and, and we can all win here. Like, it doesn't have to be this super I, divisive thing. I think that everyone, 
everyone that's supportive of each other yeah like in general mm -hmm. is, is going to be like that yeah. and there's always going to be people that are kind of like you know distance themselves in general i think they're going to be on the other side of the fence and they're going to be kind of upset and stuff like that but i think for the most part like the the, the cross community as a whole whether you're deaffiliating or not I, I i still think it's i still think it's amazing like i still yeah. think it's amazing and people are very welcoming um like if when you know when we talk about crossfit we're not talking about we're talking about crossfit hq we're talking about the organization but the crossfit the people uh, that's a that's that's a that's a beautiful thing yeah and so um you know i i just i just want everyone to be happy for everybody else yeah i i i i want everyone to win yeah there's there are enough people out there that aren't doing exercise for us to all thrive brands aside sports aside weightlifting versus cross doesn't matter until every single athlete is working out living a healthy lifestyle we can all win correct that's the yeah. reason why i moved to dallas yeah it's like this area is so condensed and so awesome mm -hmm. it's like so you go to a smaller town people are fighting over members and yeah. they're fighting over people and it's it's so it's gross i uh, dallas it's like we can grab someone off the street and say hey come work out at our gym yeah hey you want to come try this out yeah come to this come to this beginner free class it's awesome you'll love it mm -hmm. like we can just i can meet somebody give them my card and say hey you should really come and you know they show up and yeah. that's a beautiful thing that we can just pull someone off the street and have them you know do a workout with us and you know, my, my main thing is weightlifting and I'll jump into, I jump into these Metcons and, yeah. you know, I'll eat it. Um, and you know, whatever happens, happens, but we're, it's, it's an awesome community. It's an awesome community. And, you know, you know, regardless of not, if I'm not in it, um, I, I always feel like I'm in it. Yeah. So. I hope as, I hope as we all kind of trudge through this together, that the nerves kind of die down a little bit and that we realize that we're bigger than this and that we, what I don't want is it to die right nobody wants it to die yeah. i want everybody to kind of take a step back cool down a little bit and be like let's think like you know coronavirus i saw just so many amazing creative things happening and i'm like let's let's if that's the only pot like that may be the only good thing in that it comes out of coronavirus right but it's like let's just rethink this let's think about lifting each other up like let's think about like hey well, you had this really awesome creative personal training solution like how'd you make that happen like let's implement that like let's grow and blah 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 blah, blah versus just being like F you, I hate you, I can't believe you unaffiliated, I'm just trashing you in Facebook comments. I hate that toxic shit. The Facebook the Facebook comments are just Yeah, they're toxic. And honestly, it's our fault for like looking at them because because people are toxic people are always gonna be toxic. Yeah. And you just give you're just giving them a platform to be toxic. Um I've always believed that like if we look at comment sections, um we're almost looking for we're almost looking for those responses in a way. Yeah. Um I'm I'm not a big poster on social media. Like I'll post I'll post my lifters videos because mm. I want to celebrate the fact that they hit PRs. Yeah. And so like all the content we have is just them hitting PRs. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot of content of people not hitting PRs. But we have a lot of athletes here. And so, you know, we're able to do that kind of thing. Um, and we're able to like put out a lot of positive posts. Yeah. Like if, you know, if my athlete that just walked by, Natalie, if she hits a PR, I'm really proud of her. You know, she had a PR during the COVID, during the COVID quarantine stuff. Oh, at home? At home. Hell yeah. You know how hard that is to, 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 to PR your snatch and PR your clean jerk at home with a garage door that's like this far over yeah. the, bump, the bumper and the jerk. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I, I was terrified for her when, when if she had to take a step forward, I was like, she's going to run right into that sucker. She's going to run right into that garage door. She might, yeah. Yeah, she might. But you know what she got? She got a PR out of it. She just balls yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's really what it's about. Anyways, I could ramble all day about. Oh, definitely. <laughs> about, uh, I mean, cause this is, it's, oh, yeah, it's a soft spot for me. But anyways, anything else? Um, if there's anything we can do to help you out, obviously anytime. You know, you can come, people can come check out our, our, check out our Instagram page, um, at Archon Weightlifting mm. and our new Instagram page for our formerly CrossFit, um, Archon Strength 
and fitness. Archon underscore strength underscore fitness. Okay. Um, that's the name we decided with. I think that's that's what our LLC is under. So oh, okay. it was, it was kind of natural. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just check us, you know, come check us out. And, you know, I think they'll have fun. Yeah. If they just want to drop in and just have fun and just lift weights with us. And that's cool, too. Yeah. If, like I said, if there's anything we can do to help you out, obviously let us know. If you got any meets coming up, we'll rep you yeah, and as soon as they start as soon as they give us a list of meets we don't we don't have that many yeah my members were asking about that yesterday they were like hey when's our next meet coach and i was like beats me six years later yeah yeah well. exactly okay cool well thank you for uh talking to us and taking time out of your day i appreciate it thank you for having me